in a quiet place. If they hear you, they hunt you. Critics are calling A Quiet Place a terrifying thriller that demands to be seen in a crowded theater. A remarkable achievement. It's the most original and scariest movie in years. Who are we if we can't protect them? Emily Blunt, John Krasinski. Yay! A Quiet Place, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Tomorrow night. Flow. I'm royalty. Yo, it's your boy Young Fly in the wrist. <laughs> and this your girl Tink coming in live. And we are Nerd Flow. We are a man down today, but of course we're gonna roll on. Our other co-host on Nerd Flow is Checkmate. Um, had to do his daily duties of getting called in to work, so you'll see him on some episodes further down the road. So. Um, but yeah, this is Nerdflow. Uh, this is a podcast all about video games, anime, comic books, and superhero stuff. So let's get into it. Um, first off, though, being it is the first episode of Nerdflow, um, I want to share with the listeners, uh, listen to the first episode, kind of like, you know, what are our passions, tell a little bit about ourselves. So uh, we'll kick it off with Tink first. Let you go ahead. All right, this your girl Tink. I have a really big major fan based on Marvel and DC Comics. I'm a Marvel and DC fan since age two, knowing that Superman is possibly the best superhero ever created. <laughs> I know I have some others that are might disagree with me on that, but yes, well, we ain't no call no names. But other highlights that I love, I love anime, anything dealing with Naruto or Dragon Ball Z, anything dealing with pretty much Japanese animated. Sailor Moon was my first hook on anime and different novels from Japan that kind of got me started at an early age. So, and just about anything gaming, Call of Duty, Mortal Kombat, all the classics, Street Fighter, just about anything that gets your, your blood pumping on a match between anybody online. That's pretty much what I love to to do. All right, yeah. Yo, it's y'all already know it's your boy. You know what I'm saying? Um as y'all can tell from when we did Nerd Flow on the other podcast, um I specialize in anime. First anime that I got into was Dragon Ball when I lived overseas. So I've been watching Dragon Ball since the eighty. So I go all the way back with it. Um and to prove that the greatest superhero ever created, his uh, name is Kakarot, aka Goku. Uh, but I uh specialize in, you know, anything, any any type of video games. I love RPGs, shooters, um, Adventure games, anything of that nature. Um, Marvel, I like Marvel more than DC. 
because to me, Marvel has more animated characters than DC. DC is, to me, I grew up on Marvel because Marvel will seem to be more for kids and more grounded in fantasy world, where DC was more rooted in almost real life a little bit more. So it it was more imaginary to me. And um I love movies. Like any anything like Transformers, Star Wars. I'm a Disney fanatic also. So I mean that's me. Alright. <clears throat> well, if you recognize the voice, I'm royalty. Uh for those who are first time listeners in general, um, me and Young are from the Hip Hop Rejects Podcast. That's the hip hop Oriented podcast is where we're from. Uh, this is actually our second show uh, that we do now. Um, but for me, I'm a video, I'm a gamer uh, to the heart for the most part. Uh, big into as far as kind of what I play now. I play. I'm big into Destiny, WWE, 2K, um, the Division. I love adventure games, shooters, of course. Uh, more of a Battlefield guy than a Call of Duty guy. Um. I don't say this primarily. I'm, I'm slowly getting into um, RPGs and things of that nature, so I like that. Um, as far as and then with, I'm a big super, very superhero. Not really. I'm slowly trying to get into comic books more, as far as reading comics. Uh, but I'm a big um, superhero head, as far as like shows like The Flash, Arrow, uh, Supergirl, stuff like that. Love those shows. Um, go all the way back to like Smallville. That's how deep a fan I am when it comes mm. to. Uh, those type of shows. So, and then uh, as far as anime, um, big on Dragon Ball, Cowboy Bebop, uh, those type of uh, those type of animes I'm into. Um, so that's it. All right, man. So nerve flow. So things, a couple of things we're gonna get into. Uh, like I said, we're all about video games, anime, and comic books. We're gonna talk, touch on some things in video games as related to Nintendo, the new Nintendo Switch. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, some new things going on in the Dragon Ball Super episodes, and we're also gonna touch on some other things with um, shoot, really a lot of stuff going on in superhero movies from uh, with Ben Affleck stepping down from directing uh, the Batman. So we're gonna touch on a lot of things on episode one. So we're going to get things going. So, uh, we got Nintendo Switch. Um, first off, yay or nay? I'm more yay on, on the Switch right now. Yeah, me too. Yay. Yay. Okay. What uh, I would say, um, anybody can take this one. As far as with, okay, why? One thing for me. They show Zelda on it. I've been like itching for a new Zelda game like ever since the Mask of Majora. And like anything the the ones that they had on the Wii and stuff just wasn't didn't do it for me. So, you know, I, I like what I've seen in this Zelda so far and the fact that I can play it on my TV then take it with me because you Royalty knows me and Royalty work at the same spot. If I buy the Switch, I'm more than likely going to have it in my briefcase. <laughs> and while I'm in the office, you know, I give myself a week to beat the Zelda, this new Zelda game, barring the updates. 
right, All right, the fact that you can take this game to go is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like the, the iPad with the laptop. So it's kind of, you don't have to take the whole console out. You can just hook that up, go in your car, roll with it, go to your homie's house, roll with it. <laughs> Even if he has it hooked up, you can just hook it up to his. It's, it's all really cool and com- compatible. And the fact that you don't have to stop your, your gaming theme that you have to, well, I got to put up my game. Got to go head to work. On your break, you can just pull it out. Just start right back gaming to where you left off. It's pretty cool. Okay. So Nintendo's stepping the game up. Yeah. Oh, time. Oh, I know, man. The, the Wii U was a disappointment. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, the same. Uh, the portability is the biggest thing uh, for me. Um, another thing would be... Other thing is primarily I'm a graphics person. So when it comes mm. into like... I've always wanted Nintendo to get to the point where they're kind of competitive with Microsoft and Sony when it comes to gaming system, but they're so very laxed in in their comfort zone, wanting to make uh, wanting to make games for kids. Um, I got sold on when I saw the presentation. I was kind of sold on it, just like like you, young. I saw Zelda. I saw the. Uh, what is the the new Mario game? Mario Odyssey. Uh, oh yeah, was, was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mario, that was those are two big things that actually sold me on it. Um, it's just the other thing with them is just you know they don't get a lot of third party support, so they gotta come with like the other other games that are not made by Nintendo. But I feel like the me personally, I feel kind of like the the launch is kind of weak. I mean, I wish Mario. I'm pretty. Sure, I know they're holding Mario to holiday 2017. I know that for sure. So well, like, yeah, I noticed something though. The Switch looks like a slightly bigger Wii U, just black, and it comes with a case you just sit it in so it play on your TV, basically. Like just like literally look at it and you can see it. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, like, other, as what... far as reimagining the system, they didn't do too hot on it. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, the some other things. Um, a lot of people. A lot of concerns is the as far as the accessories. Um, I know some of the accessories are. I mean, gaming. I've been gaming since. Four years old, but the, the accessories on the Wii, on, on the not on the Wii, but the uh, Switch. Some of the peripherals are kind of on the expensive side. I know people were tripping about the because it takes an SD card as far as for the internal storage. I think they said it'll support up to a five twelve gigabyte uh, micro SD card. Uh, no, that's all. Yeah, uh, but uh, well, that's the yeah. highest that it, that's the highest mm. that they make right now. So. And I think I think the highs is not even a five twelve. I think two fifty six is the high, but it'll support up to a five twelve. Yeah, they dropped the ball on that one because uh-huh. had I released that system, I would have invested in getting uh, coming up with a, a different way of doing memory where you could have probably just put it on the jump drive or something because you got jump drives that can go up to you know they're producing jump drives that can get up to a terabyte. 
And that's what's going to hurt because you got Xbox and PlayStation 4 where you can replace your hard drive in them with just a regular portable hard drive and you can get as many, you know, you can go up, uh, go over terabytes. Yeah. So if you're a real gamer and you only got 256 gigs to work with, it's going to suck. Exactly. Even with the um, and see that's the other thing too with with the Switch is like play uh, PS4. I'm actually in the beta for the 4.5 um, update they're gonna roll out uh, in the next couple months. So right now you can actually take on the Xbox where you couldn't buy any additional storage. You only could get what was on the actual console. You couldn't change out the hard drive on it. Um, with the Xbox, it would take a portable 3.0 USB uh, hard drive. Now the PS4 has that capability and it can support up to an 8 terabyte portable hard drive. Plus, you can change out the hard drive and upgrade on top of it. So you got tons right. and tons of storage on the PS4. Because in my PS4 right now, I just put, you know, it's a portable hard drive. I just put a 2 terabyte hard drive in it like back in November. So, and you know, it's simple to do, and the only thing you're doing is just updating the system with files mm-hmm. that you get off the PS- PlayStation Network. Yeah. Um, well, PlayStation.com. But, um, like, Nintendo, if they're going to, they're really going to have to eventually end up investing in getting a larger size um, SD card developed. Because I can't see what is harkening back to is the days of memory cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people of this day have gotten so used to having storing all their data on their systems that we're not trying to go backwards. Right. 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 Yeah, so. Um, the other thing about the Switch, this other part that's kind of got me, I mean, still kind of positive on it, but the other part that's got me kind of salty is like the chat portion. They're saying it's going to be a phone app, and I'm like, for mm. you to have to have your phone to chat with people if you're going to play online mm-hmm. and not have any type of support via the, you know, the already provided, you know, controller, just like Xbox and PS4, you know, the the port is right there on the controller. The controller is like PS4. PS4 has a speaker on the controller. So um, that's another downside to it. But, I mean, overall, beside those points, I mean, they can always change those things if that if the technology is there for them to add that support to it as long as the ports are there. But I don't think that phone, I don't think the phone thing with chat is not going to be, not going to work that well for them. They're going to nah. they're gonna do something mm-hmm. different. Have they rolled out a price on it? Yeah. Like it's, it's dropping uh, next month. Yeah, it's dropping. It's, it's two ninety nine. We're coming out March third. Same right. day as Logan. But see, I'm not yeah. a I'm not a generation one person, so I get the second generation. Right. I'm, I'm first generation. Most of, for the most part, <laughs> I'm lunch. I'm not standing in line guy, but I'm lunch day guy. So. <laughs> I like to see them work out all the kinks first, and then your girl be in there. Yeah. Oh, and good. Uh, and to our fellow nerds out there, I just want to shout out something. In this inaugural episode, my girl Tink hit the scene 
in the Marvel t-shirt. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just letting y'all know she came highly prepared. With exactly. This, Wolverine, this Spider-Man. So, yeah, I was, saying, I was saying a bunch of cats on there. So, you know what I'm saying? She she hit it hard. She she showed me and royalty up on this. this. Should have worn my Flash t-shirt, man. Dang. That's, you know what? You know what? I got something for her. I'll be right back. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, man. While we wait on Young, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to move on to Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7 oh, came man. out a couple weeks back. Um, I haven't had a chance to get my hands on it. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with a lot of you. Resident Evil 7 looks really scary. Like, yes. Really scary. <laughs> Not the poop. In the, the fighting words of my blood, maximum effort. Oh, <laughs> Mark with the mouth. Yep. So Young has put on his Deadpool shirt. See, I'm going to go take to go dig up my dad. <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my shirt I got on. I'm not going to go change. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah, we were talking about Resident <laughs> Evil 7. So Resident Evil 7 is, yeah, from the, the less plays I've seen from a lot of the Twitch streamers that I follow, yeah, it's, it's a different type of Resident Evil. Um, but overall, though, it's been doing, as far as the sales has been doing, been doing pretty good. Um, like I said, it's very scary. I'm skeptical about picking it up. I want to pick it up, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know. First of all, no video game is gonna scare me. Hey, but there's only one video game Dude, that scared me. No, hold on, man. And that was Parasite Eve. <laughs> the Parasite Eve didn't scare me. I'm gonna tell you what I did. I'm gonna tell you how this happened. I was at home alone. Mm-hmm. It was storming outside, lightning, thunder, all this. Mm-hmm, that's what I had on. all the lights off. I was playing Resident Evil Two. And you know when you go on the police station and you walking down the hallway. And it just caught you, catch you off guard, and the zombie bust through the window, mm-hmm. bust through the border window and grab you. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Then, ever since then, I've been prepared. I refuse <laughs> to let myself get startled again. And this was Resident Evil Two on sixty four, so I was a kid. So you know what I'm saying? It don't even count. But like ever since Resident Evil Two, I've been like, ah, eh, when it comes to Resident Evil, honestly, two was the best one ever to me. Now, well, yeah, I mean, two is—I mean, two is always what everybody, everybody kind of remembers and hangs a hat on. Um, I mean, I played. I remember I played through zero on GameCube. Uh, five was pretty good. Um, six and seven were—they were trying to do too much action with all the um, what was it called um, time events and all that type of stuff. So they were trying to do too much. So, but seven is kind of taking it back to the roots, but it's a little bit. Different with like I don't know if anybody's played like PT or Outlast or anything like that. Um, those games on on PSN and um, Xbox Live, and I think Resident Evil kind of like Capcom. They kind of like bit from that genre because it was so those games were so popular um, going into this. They just kind of like went with that kind of thing with it. But overall, um, I'm glad to see that Resident Evil is. Finally, getting back to his roots and doing good again, though. So, I uh, like seriously to me, two was the good one, uh, was good, but like when games like Parasite Eve, especially Parasite Eve, two, 
Parasite E2 is what took me away from um, Resident Evil, along with Silent Hill. The movie sucked, but the games, I like the games. First movie was so, good, the second movie was, I don't know what the hell going <laughs> the first movie only had one good scene in it, and that was when the big dude with the pyramid head snatched the skin off the old girl. So that was it. That was a waste of money, in my opinion. But because um, it wasn't nothing like the game, like it was. At least the Resident Evil movies are like the game. They're nothing like the game. They're completely opposite of the game. I no, mean, Alice doesn't exist in the Resident Evil video game world. That's a character they created. But no, when I'm the saying- movies. But what I'm saying is, she's still dealing with Umbrella. She's still dealing with zombies. She's still dealing with, you know what I'm saying, the stuff that Umbrella does, the big monsters and stuff that you deal with in the game as far as what I'm, you know what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's like the game. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, they they have a whole new version of like the with the glasses and the remote and you actually have the glasses on. So it's kind of like virtual reality type style and resident evil scared me enough. (laughs) I don't think they need to add anything else to it to make it any more realistic. Now that's what would turn it up. If it was on like PlayStation (laughs) VR or something, that'll that'll turn it up. Resident Evil, well, Resident Evil is is on VR. Yes, that was like, oh, heck no. It was scary enough. We don't need to add nothing else to this to make it any more scarier. Uh, I'm a cheapskate, so if that PlayStation VR wasn't so expensive, I would get it. <laughs> like, I think the last time we talked about it, what is running, like almost three, $400 or something like that? Yeah, PSVR is yeah. uh, 399 yeah. Yeah, I won't be seeing it no time soon. <laughs> Anybody out there, you know, I'm gonna put me a wish list up on Amazon. So if y'all love me enough, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and get that for your boy. <laughs> Christmas list. All right, we're gonna move on to um, Injustice Two. Um, I posted several videos on Nerdflow's YouTube channel. And on our Facebook page with some of the beta gameplay. Beta is actually still going on now. Uh, they added, recently they added Blue Beetle. Um, I think they probably just kind of want another update. I'm not sure if they're going to add another character um, tomorrow or not, which will be Tuesday. So we'll see. But, um, and Young, you came over to my to my place, man, and saw and um, played in just two. What were your thoughts on it? I don't. I don't care for the fighting style on it because, and this is because it's the beta, you know, um, it was so redundant, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But, you know, after I loaded up Street Fighter today and realized how I was running through it, how redundant it was, it's a fighting game. Of course, it's going to be redundant. It's all fighting games. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was like... But all in all, the graphics and stuff, I I like it as far as graphics. Uh, Blue Beetle being added is great because he is one of the most underrated DC characters. Um, and, and which it, like which Blue Beetle is it? Is it the original or 
Is they, it they didn't the really, newest one? They didn't really say. Um, I mean, of course, just like all the, the Injustice and God Among Us, they they typically add multiple versions of different characters. Like, for example, with um, Superman, they added, eventually they added like the Man of Steel Superman from the movie and they added um, Oliver, they added the actual Arrow from Arrow, the TV show as a, as an alternate costume. So, I mean, it could be multiple versions of the character that could be on there. Same thing goes with, uh, all the other characters that'll be on there. I'm pretty sure like Wonder Woman's on, I'm pretty sure when Wonder Woman movie drops, we'll get the movie version as a, as a selected right. character. So it's some DLC or just, um, updated through a patch, which is how they do most of it. <laughs> But the RPG element of it, though, is gotta is is different from any other fighting game. Different from like a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or anything like that. Just because it has the elements with you can change out the the armor on on the characters, and all the different armors have have different stats. And young, you understand this as far as it's, it's more of like a it's almost like an RPG fighting game at this point with Injustice. With all the different different yeah, levels of armor, I saw and all that. at your house. Yeah. So I think that part of the game is gonna more than the you know the people who get online and play to be competitive online. I think that element, adding the different types of armor and the RPG element, is gonna keep people kind of more hooked onto the game a whole lot more, um, and keep people playing and trying to grind out to get that. To get that certain uh, type of gear and different sets of gear uh, to make their make their character look his best. And I think on top of that, from what I saw through the beta, uh, if it's not changed, they you can actually level them up through different tiers as well. So that's the thing that that NetherRealm has been doing with even with Mortal Kombat. So, um, quick question. Yeah. With this new show Legion, is Legion supposed to be about Xavier's son? Yeah, we gonna get to that, man. We gonna get to that. <laughs> He's skipping ahead. He's jumping ahead. I told John work off. I, I told you just how I work, man. Like it, it's <laughs> like when it comes when it pops in my head, I got to talk about it. That's why you have. That's why you write it down. Because if you get old, you gonna forget it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um, we're gonna get to some releases for uh, this month, February 2017. Before we move on to anime, uh, we got. WB2K17 coming out for PC on February 9th. Um, we got For Honor uh, coming out on Valentine's Day. Also, there's an open beta that starts on the 9th, which is, I think, this Friday. Uh, I'll be doing some streaming and getting some footage for that to put up on our YouTube channel, so make sure you guys subscribe to Nerdflow YouTube channel. Uh, you, got Halo, you got Halo Wars 2. On the 21st and Halo Wars Definitive Edition. It's the first Halo but remastered for Xbox One. And we also got the PS4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn, which is made by the makers who uh, who did who created Killzone. So I'll definitely I'll be picking up Horizon Zero for sure on February 28th. So um, we're going to go ahead and swing over to anime. Uh, Young, I'll let you take that. So, ever since this show started... Talking about Dragon Ball Super. Okay, when I going back to it, when I first saw Battle of the Gods and they introduced the Super Saiyan God, I was like, okay, cool. And looking at, I like how they developed the story since Battle of the Gods uh, concerning the 
uh, Super Saiyan God situation and with the, the God of Destruction. So, come to find out, starting next week, we're going into the Universal Tournament. For those of you that's been following Dragon Ball Super, you know that, um, you know, well, the, the, the God Japanese of everything. Version, right? Yeah, okay. you know, yeah, you don't want to say Japanese because you know, you got some people that's behind, they only they on the US one, too nummy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all be a, it'll be a long time before it gets to y'all. But <laughs> if you have no problem watching subtitles, then I mean, reading subtitles, then it'll be cool. But, um, so we're finna see. Goku, Vegeta, and the rest of the crew actually turn up. We might end up seeing Gohan train with Whis. So if Gohan goes and trains trains with Whis, then there's a possibility he might get infused with the God Key. And we're gonna see these other different gods of destruction from um other universes and the other cars from the other universes. So I'm really excited for the start to see how this is gonna develop. Over the next, um, it's predicted that this one is going to last about six to seven months. Okay. So. Question for you. Because oh, wow. I haven't looked at the, uh, I know the God of the Gods actual movie. Does that take place before these events in Super or where does the end of timeline does that fall? Battle of the Gods is when they're first introduced okay. to Beerus. So in the timeline, this is before. Or this is like because they went and replayed. They made Battle of Gods into part part of the series. Mm-hmm. So like, if you go back and start from the beginning and watch the show, you're basically for the first couple of episodes, you're watching the movie Battle of the Gods. So there are slight differences, and like they introduce uh, Resurrection of Frieza. They um uh, they you know that was his own separate movie. But unlike all the other Dragon Ball Z movies, these movies are canon because they're part of the series too, and they're part of the manga. Okay. So, and yeah, other anime, other anime news. Uh, Baruto, I'm still. I seen the preview for it, but I'm still don't. I haven't seen the date for it, and um. Season two of Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans has started. Um, Gundam Unicorn has started. Fairy Tale, and I'm waiting on season two of Seven, Seven Deadly Sins. Also, okay. Tink, you got anything on the anime side? Well, um, <laughs> the last Naruto movie that came out, it was pretty awesome. It had where him and Hanada's Naruto's and Hanada's relationship, how they came to be finally after all these years, they finally got a relationship going, and it was a pretty cool. I don't want to give too much of it away, but it was kind of like the kind of like the movie we've been waiting for on how they became. To be married, how they had kids. It's kind of a, a little insight on how the relationship, how the relationship started. Kindling is that, a little fire. 
Is that the movie where um this this demon or whatever kidnapped Hinata and Naruto had to go get her? That is the one. That's oh, it. Oh yeah, I saw that uh-huh. one. Cause Sasuke did a play a move and uh like the moon was finna crash into earth and just Sasuke just came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Destroyed it and disappeared. Looked at Kakashi's sensei and just dipped. Uh-huh. He's like, if he's not gonna be here, I'll be here for him. And that was pretty that was a pretty cool move. Yeah. And it's like, look, look at old Sasuke actually having a heart. But in the Baruto movie, Sasuke is actually back in the Leaf Village. Because oh, wow. he's the he's um the one that trained um Baruto. Because Naruto didn't have tra- didn't have time to train his own son. Uh, that's sick. No, yeah, he, because he's too busy being um. Yeah. <clears throat> like Naruto had it, like, but he had a system though. You know, multi shadow clone, jitsu, <laughs> and he's in like thirty different places at one time. But instead of having his fakes at one of his clones doing the job where he could spend time with his his family, he would send the clone home while he sits in the office. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> <clears throat> so, but like I said, waiting on that new Baruto series because he learned the Rasengan like better than Naruto did. Like he doesn't need oh, wow. shadow clones to do it. And normally, the kid always surpasses the parent in the situations. <laughs> he don't have the different Rasengans like Naruto though, because uh-huh. you know. Naruto got what all of the nature I sing is now. Uh huh. So it's a whole different type of training he would have to have to go through. Yeah. But well, that's we'll it, see when it unfolds. Yeah. All I can't right. wait to see how that unfolds. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, I was gonna move forward to. Uh, comic books and superhero movies. Um, first thing we got on deck, we got so Ben Affleck will be stepping down uh, of directing the Batman. Um, is this good Thank or goodness. bad, and why? This is excellent because <laughs> he needs to just focus on one thing. We just trying to get you through the movie, Ben. We already hyped you all the way up. You did a great job as Bruce Wayne and your stunts and the little parts that you was in as Batman, you were cool on that too. But we need you to focus. Stay focused, bruh. We don't need you directing, having to look from the camera, in the camera, from the camera. No, that's too much distraction. We already like you as Batman. Just stay straight. Just, just play the part, bruh. That's all I ask. <laughs> like, as far as the look, Ben Affleck, he's probably the best right. suited um, Batman and Bruce Wayne. But mm-hmm. to me, I feel like the best Batman to this uh, day, the best Batman <laughs> character was Mike, Michael Keaton. To me, Michael Keaton did the My... best job as Batman. You know because... What? <laughs> 
It's either George Clooney them was too cartoony, Val Kimmer just didn't suit the role, period. Um, <laughs> Christian Bale, he screwed the voice up. And, like, I just didn't see enough of Ben Affleck and Batman versus Superman. It, it was just, you know, it seemed to be more about Superman than... <laughs> I mean, what it was, Batman. it was a Superman sequel. It wasn't really a Batman movie. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I think it was just enough to keep us intrigued. Yeah. Like, to be interested in the Justice League coming up. It's more of like a momentum, like building up the suspense of, ooh, can he top that last, like, movie? Can he be a better Batman than he was in the last one? Just Let's like see. in Suicide Squad. He was in there brief moments in Suicide Suicide Squad. Let's see, this is what DC messed up at. You waited too long. You messed around and let the Avengers you let you let Marvel come out with all these movies that's gonna lead up to two big movies, which is gonna be Infinity Stones. Yeah. I mean Infinity Wars one and two. So, you know, this was this was got DC lacking to me because you're gonna be yeah. too far behind when you should have been like you had what three Superman movie flops or was it two? <laughs> uh, well, well, since Henry Cavill took the took the role, it's only been really one, and then if you found <laughs> Batman versus Superman as a Superman movie, then you got that one, which they that has that has mixed reviews. Um, now I do now. To give my answer on this one, I think it is a good thing. I agree with Tink as far as like with you know him, you know he's able to focus more on on being Batman. And I even made the comment when watching it, when just seeing the fight scene, because if anybody that has played any of the Batman Arkham games, the fighting style that Batman has in that video game, they basically translated that over into Batman vs Superman, and he's probably the roughest, I mean, brawler I've ever seen as far as in a Batman. So that's that's one thing that just made me like him altogether. Just this whole rough fighting style. So, um, I give it that he he is bringing in a dark night. Okay, put it this way: as far as the dark night aspect of Batman, he's better than Christian Bale. Yeah, definitely. Better I Christian agree. Bale. I oh yeah. As I far agree. as bringing the comic book aspect of Batman, I say Michael Keaton was better. Now, I think the Christopher Nolan movies told a better story than all the other movies told so far. There you go. When Michael Keaton was brought on the scene, it was more of like a gothic Batman that was kind of original. That brought the Tim Burton. Right. And that's that's what Tim does. He like he's a very gothic like type of director that takes the darkness but twists it in a certain way to where it fits perfectly. And it was n- nothing like we ever seen before. That's what makes Michael Keaton such a great Batman. I think they're all unique in one in each of their ways, like Michael Keaton started it up, started it off. Val Kimmer, he uh, the Batman, uh, the, the Batman so in the crazy. middle where we kept getting different <laughs> Batmans every time. They don't even count. It was just right. they do not exactly. count. They don't. They don't right. even count. See, that's why 
Michael Keaton wanted to do a third Batman movie, but he said he didn't do it when they got rid of Tim Burton as director. Exactly. Because it's a whole other vision. Once you get that relationship with a certain director, you want to keep it that way. Because once you start getting those different directors, they have a different vision of what you see. And sometimes it don't click like that. Now, I can honestly say, in those Batmans in the middle... The the best character in all that was Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah, nah, I agree on that. Yeah. That's the only thing we got from the best series of movies was him as a Riddler. <laughs> yep, he was the best Riddler. Yeah, I can agree on that. Now to jump I mean, on the Suicide Squad real quick, since we did bring that up, um, I know that that's another movie with DC um, that has some mixture. I guess we can just go ahead and do the. Marvel vs. DC thing as far as like, you know, what does DC need to improve and, you know, as far as them trying to catch up to Marvel. Like, Suicide Squad, I felt that I liked the, I liked the cast who was casted. Harley Quinn was the star of the show, of course. Um, right. But with the villain that was the villain in the movie, now, agree with me if you want to or not, but I feel like that should have been a Justice League Dark movie. Based on yeah. the villain, I could have seen Constantine and you know a bunch of other members of the Justice League Dark fighting that villain versus them. I felt like they kind of gave it; they kind of sold it to us, like you know Joker was the villain. That's kind of how they right. sold it to us, and Joker was in there. He popped in with probably three or four times at the most. Okay, speaking of Joker's, speaking of Joker's. Alright, everybody was I didn't heard people say Jerry Ledlow was like one of the best jokers. In the Joker hierarchy, Mark Hamill is the best joker. <laughs> well we know that because he still voices the character in video games and everything. Yeah. Mark Hamill is the best joker. Yeah. Second. Number two Joker. Uh, here we I go. know people are gonna disagree with me. Same movie. Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Jack Nicholas. Third was Heath Ledger. He's Ledger. Fourth was Caesar was Caesar Romero. Fifth is Jerry Leto. <laughs> Jerry Leto. Um, I think I, you know the other thing is the other rumor that's swirling about that is they're they say they're supposed to be recasting the Joker. I'm not sure how true that is. I mean, the Joker that was in Suicide Squad, he was a different he was a different type of Joker and everybody knows that reads DC Comics there were different, you know, different Jokers different through different jokers. Mm-hmm. through different artists how they told the Batman story, so, but Heath Ledger is the ideal, he fits the build as far as body-wise, look-wise everything, I feel he was the best Right I mean, I like the, the Joker story I want to see told is the killing joke. Yeah. Well, they already have the anime version and they got the original cast from the original Batman to yeah. voice all of the characters that they had before, which I thought was really cool on that. But um, which one? Um, is it the killing joke? The one where the Joker cuts his face off and staples it back on? No. Um... When he kidnaps everybody, he kidnaps Alfred, Alfred, Robin, Batgirl, and he he pretty much kills everybody, which is 
which makes Batman snap and finally kill him. Um, it depends on which universe is in because I know that well, right. Yeah, because he's I know that was like Joker got killed by somebody else in a different universe. I know yep. in one I can't remember what version, but I know in one he was killed by Hush. So it's like a bunch of different people who was killed off the of Joker other than Batman. Um, but no, I can't. Remember. I, don't, I don't think that's the killing. I don't think it's in the killing joke though. I think that's a different one. Mm-hmm. I can't recall which one though. Um, but as far as with DC versus Marvel, um, as far as ways they can catch up, I mean, they just really gotta with Batman versus Superman. One, it, I mean, thing you gotta understand about Batman versus Superman with people, the the mixed reviews that they have about that, it's a Zack Snyder movie. If you've seen Three Hundred, it's the difference between moments and scenes. And everybody knows Zack Snyder does moments. If you watch 300, there's tons of scenes where it's just slow motion and no words. And that was what Batman vs. Superman was. It was trying to it was trying to fast forward the story to get the story out so they can try to catch up to where where Marvel is pretty much. So I think everybody's disappointment in that movie was they got Mark Zuckerberg to play Lex Luke. That's not, well, that's not really my, that's really not my object. I was kind of up in arms about it when I saw him. Well, because when I saw him with hair, that kind of, that's the first part that threw me off. But of course, we all know in the very beginning, he does have hair. But I mean, in the end, when they showed him at the end of the movie, you know, with being bald and all of that, you know. It's kind of growing on. I think we're so used to Lex being this tall, you know, tall, broad-shoulder mm-hmm. guy that has a bald head. He's his build is a little bit different compared to what we're used to mm-hmm. seeing. So, and I think that's what the problem. Like this, Lex seems like a geeky dude. dude. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's I why I have, just yeah, I would have figured him more of like a Riddler than a Lex Luthor. Exactly. You know, I, I I see it as if, like, I mean, you would have had a better chance making that work with Stone Cold being less. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, you know what, even The Rock, but Rock has other plans. The Rock, yeah, the Rock has other plans. You, Some Black Adam plans. Yeah. So. But, you know, but... but my thing is, though, if you... if Even if you had a got The Rock, if you watched, go back and watch the animated... um. Superman, every time they show Lex, Lex almost looks black. Yeah, that, that Lex in the cartoon was pretty tan, man. I, I could have swore as a kid he was black. I'm like, man, we got a black Lex now? Uh-huh. I mean, that dude was pretty in Daredevil, tan they made the, in, their yeah, day, was in Daredevil, they made the kingpin black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so... um. On the Marvel DC thing, that's I mean the only thing they really can do they have to they have to nail Justice League. Wonder Woman looks really good. They gotta nail that. Um, they just basically has they have to slow down the pace of the movies for the most part and tell right. a, and tell a compelling story that that takes you up and down and you know ends with a good climax and everything. You just gotta give people moments, man. Um, they just need to okay follow the Justice League cartoon. Were they winning it as far as me, as far as characters? 
yo, like they say Aquaman is the red-headed stepchild of the DC universe. <laughs> Not no more. Once you got Kyle Drago, that was saying, once you got Kyle Drago, it that all changed. <laughs> like, like dude is a beast, first off. Second off, him playing Aquaman, like literally literally, I'm like that's the best movie they've made so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like the same thing. I think thing they're with trying to Thor. bring in. Yeah, they're trying to bring in a different crowd. I believe. I think they're trying to bring in all, all the ladies, all yeah. the fans of all his early work, all the um, Game of Thrones fans, and they're trying to just bring in a whole new generation to like bring in to the Justice League. And I think but Jason being on there, it's gonna it's gonna put a, a really good strength to Henry and Ben and even Cyborg. I this new cat that's playing Cyborg, I I'm not too familiar with him. Yeah, I mean but it's gonna be an interesting setup to getting all this to, testosterone and I think it's going to be a pretty good movie. Yeah, I think but so. But how are they going to go? Are they going to bring in Darkseid? Like, I think it's, it's going to so be the ways. villain from um, it's the villain that's at the very end of Batman vs. Superman that showed up in the actual uh, ship. It's actually Darkseid's thinking to come. They, they, declare, they declare him as like his father. He's the, that's okay. what they're saying. He's maybe may the villain. And it may kind of like lead to Darkseid eventually, but I think that's where they're going to start with it at. Okay. Well, cool. So, so let's, so while we still on comic books, let's talk about the Gardens of the, the Second Guard, Guardians oh, of the Galaxy movie. Man. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt, Star Lord, Baby Groot. I think Baby Groot's going to take the lead, though. Yeah, all the uh, different scenes we've seen in the trailer. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. He's going to take the lead and show off on everybody. Yeah, and, and I think they're going to end up making, instead of him saying Groot all the time, <laughs> he might end up learning how to talk. <laughs> right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, so far the trailer, I mean, it looks like more of what we saw from the from the first movie um, in Guardians of the Galaxy. So we're just going to be an adventure. It's just, uh, you know, with everything that we're seeing in each different movie from Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, man, it's like you, we want to kind of like know, okay, how they're going to end up meeting up because you got Guardians of the Galaxy that are, of course, out in space. And then all this stuff is going to be going down on Earth or is are they going to go into space? Or it's like, it's all wonder how, all, where is this all going to take place uh, when they, co- <laughs> you know, when they confront Thanos? All this I leads believe, me to, oh. Oh, well, I believe everything's going to still take place on Earth. Earth seems to be the center of the attention of the whole galaxy. Yeah. So that's where Star-Lord was from. That's where all the Avengers basically are. Mm-hmm. And Thor hopped from Earth to his planet like regularly. And I believe Earth is like the center attention for everything. 
Yeah, because they haven't gone and... into space too much as far as in the movies other than, you know, Guards of the Galaxy takes place out there. But then, yeah, you're right. Everything has taken place in, on Earth for the most part. On Earth. Uh-huh. And... But... Go ahead. Oh, all the thing this makes me wish that would happen is that Marvel somehow convinced Fox to let Fantastic Four and the X-Men get in this somehow, some way. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that ain't happening. Look, there's the only thing I got to say. <laughs> with, when the whole thing with the Fox thing, <laughs> if Logan is the last movie, and they're not going to use the Wolverine name or at all anymore with Fox, give it back to Marvel. Can we get Hugh Jackman right. in Infinity War? That's all I'm asking. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> I know Hugh Jackman wants and I it think too. they said and I think they trying to I think they gonna try to hang their success. I mean hang their hat on the success of Deadpool. Yeah, they are. Um because Logan's read it off. And yeah. But the thing is, Deadpool, even though it's rated R, it was more of a comedy. More yeah. than anything. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was. I mean the the Logan looks dark. It looks like it's gonna be it's gonna have some action in it, but it looks like the storyline is gonna be really complex. But you know one thing though? Here's the thing, here's you know, this is some people who may not have read the old man Logan comic book. When you look at the trailer, like imagine if Marvel had that license like they should have had it. They would have, you know, just stuck and kept hold of the license like they should have. Those the guys that they're fighting in there, those are supposed to in the comic book, those are hulks. Right, exactly. Yeah. Those are hulks. That that's why I'm not too thrilled about no. this because Bruce is like the bad guy mm-hmm. of this whole Logan series. That's why I'm like Y'all kind of confusing me on this Logan, and it it's kind of are they gonna play it by the comic or are they going off their own like merits? And, I think they're kind of they going off their own storyline. Story. I think they're kind of going off their own story. They're probably gonna tie it back to um, well, like Weapon X, or I don't know if Striker's still alive in this one, or somebody that's probably descended from Striker. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be somebody that's probably associated with the Weapon X program, which is why they're trying to get X-23. Because for those who don't know, just not to give away too much of the movie, if they play it this way, X-23 is from Wolverine's DNA, which is kind of sort of like his daughter. So that's the relationship that's going on in the movie. So, And is, you know, looking at the situation of this movie... I mean, I'm seeing Wolverine all bloody and scratched up. Like, what happened to my dude Healing Factor? <laughs> well, well, you know what? I don't want to tell too much. I don't know what they're going to say in the movie. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you off off air, you know, as far as a little, bit, <laughs> little, bit, little bit more about old man Logan. As far as how that... It looked like he hadn't even used his claws in a long time. Like, he... That's, <laughs> That's kind of sort of around the premise. I don't want to give too much. I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, so I would really let them, you know, pick up the comic book, go see the movie. Pick so. up. Yeah. yeah. So. The comic oh. book is totally different from the movie, people. Definitely. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. It's, I would rather read the comic because they're more interesting, but hey. 
but I love the movies too. So I wish <laughs> that I wish Marvel hadn't. I mean, I understand what, why they sold rights to certain companies because they were trying to keep their company afloat. Yeah, and the only only way they could do that was selling rights to the highest bidders or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, because but do like Sony did. Sony winning team though with Disney need to make Spider Man better. They had That's to. Very true. They had to. They, man. Yeah. They had to because Amazing Spider Man two, though I liked it personally, it bombed. It didn't do didn't do the numbers mm-hmm. they expected, and they were thinking about doing a Sinister Six and doing a separate Venom movie mm-hmm. on top of that, and they couldn't risk that chance of putting all that money into both of those movies. And they both just bombed. So they have oh, they have a choice. Mm-hmm. But Fox, they found and, the they actually fact, found the formula with Deadpool to what they need to do with their movies now. Fantastic Four is a whole different story. I think they need to just give that back because none of the movies they've done have done well. Fantastic Four. I actually like the Chris Evans Fantastic Four. I mean, they could have just kept it like that and just made it better. But uh, I don't didn't they have Green Lantern too? Yeah, um, they did. Green know, Lantern, was it Fox was. or was it Universal? Somebody had Green Lantern. No, Green Lantern was with DC. In uh, well, was it Fox? Was it Fox? Was, it, was it Fox or was it Warner Brothers? It was somebody. I can't remember who did Green Lantern. It was Warner <laughs> Brothers, was, I believe. Oh, okay. Anything dealing with Warner DC Brothers is just with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers and... didn't stick to doing Batman movies. Batman and Superman <laughs> movies. They had more success with the Batman movies. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, I think they rushed that completely. It could have went a totally different way, but by them rushing a new character on a thing like that, I think they were just pushing, 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 without really going through a good storyline. A good they had the actor, but the storyline was way off base. Yeah, but. We probably getting the John Stewart, we getting the Black Green Lantern, but cross my fingers. Oh, he go and then then guess what? We gonna hear Twitter explode with all these racist people. Hey man, hold oh, on. Man. Twitter gonna explode when Black Panther come out. Let's get that straight. Exactly. <laughs> they already they already mad about this cast. They already they shoot. They were they mad about Luke Cage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God, Luke Cage was just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like mm-hmm. y'all didn't had y'all didn't had all these years of shows <laughs> being about y'all, mm-hmm. and you get mad because we they they do one of many series. Mm-hmm. We still got the cloak and dagger to come out, so still more to hate about it. Mm-hmm. But hey, <laughs> let's talk about and guess uh, what? What's up here? Guess what? As much as they gonna claim they hate the movie. Black Panther, I bet they all be up in there watching it. That movie of course, gonna, that movie's gonna. Oh, that movie's gonna be so good. I just feel it. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, let's talk about uh, Marvel's new show Legion coming on FX. Comes out on February eighth, which is this Wednesday. Um, so to answer your question from earlier, Young, yeah, Legion is Professor Xavier's son. Um, he is what's called an Omega level mutant. So Omega level mutants are the most powerful mutants in Marvel Universe. Um, he's a schizo. He has various personalities, and all his personalities has has different powers. 
And to show you as far as how powerful he is, pretty much any superpower you can probably think of off the top of your head that you've seen, he can do it. Oh, wow. Okay. And he has thousands of personalities. Oh, wow. So, I'm hoping this is going to huh. be a good show because this is the first time First time FX has done anything with a Marvel license. Of course, they got, which is FX's base associated with Fox. Of course, they got Gotham wow. on, on Fox. And they got Lucifer, which, mm-hmm. is a, which is another DC show. So, this is the first time they get their hands on a Marvel license for a TV show. So, Crossing my finger, hopefully, hopefully it does good. Other thing I'm hoping because a lot of the stuff, like if you read the Legion comic book, a lot of the a lot of the events take place in his mind, which is what from the trailers I'm seeing, it looks like that's what a lot of it's going to go on is taking place in his mind. Um, but I really hope that it's not one of those things. It's kind of like give you an example. If you've seen Inception. If you watch Inception, mm-hmm. you don't pay attention good enough, you get lost. I hope it's not one of those type of shows where you just... I can't. swear to God, I hated that movie. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's like, I hope it's not... I, don't, I have that kind of vibe from it a little bit. I'm like, I hope it's not. I hope it's not one of those shows that it's hard to follow it. I hope it's easy to follow because that's going to make kind of like make or break it for some people. I know for me it will. <laughs> I mean, Inception was... Like, I think that's Leo's worst movie. No, it's, oh, not, his, I, no, it's not his worst movie. No. It's not, yeah, it's not the worst movie. It's Eating Grill was Eating Gilbert Great was. <laughs> was Eating Gilbert Great was better. <laughs> Speaking of that movie, let's talk about Johnny Depp right quick. Did y'all see the trailer for the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie? And I am stoked. About it, Me this too. is gonna be pretty awesome. I fell asleep on the last one. What? Well, the last one was kind of boring. Thanks. But somebody finally it, had, me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was really it was kind of boring because it drifted off from like the darkness of mm-hmm. the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean is supposed to be scary. This is about pirates who are dead. So it's going to have that spooky feel to it. Uh-huh. And they kind of lost that with all the other hoopla and crap that uh-huh. they had. Because World the World's End was like the best. Yeah, exactly. And it was very dark. Uh-huh. And you didn't see any of that coming in World's End. But right. I think they're getting back to the creepiness of what drawn us to love about the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a Disney movie, don't get me wrong, but it has a sort of darkness that pulls you into it to actually want to watch it and want to be like, well, dang, that was kind of heartless, but dang, I like it. That kind of like hurt my heart when I went to Disney World, like <laughs> seeing the dude they had dressed up as Jack Sparrow. I was just like, nah, dude. They well, can you get know, away with well, that. You know, it was born from a theme park ride. That's what the movie. Right. That was the movie was how it was incepted. It wasn't really an idea of as a movie. It was a ride that they turned into a movie. Turned My thing was they get away with it with the princesses, but when you got Jack Sparrow, <laughs> I mean, I know Johnny Depp can't be there every day, but I'm just saying you might okay. as well just cartoon them out and just put. Make it into a mask or something. Don't have no actual human trying to play. 
Especially if he ain't got swag like Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> That's Disney fault there, bro. All right. Uh, we got... Um, let's talk about... Um, real quick, let's talk about the... We don't got... What, let's see, I got... Let's see, we're going to talk about Powerless, Power Rangers, and we're going to do the Miles Morales, and then that'll be, that'll be the rest of the topics. Um, Powerless, real quick. Um, did any of you guys get a chance to catch it? I know. I, I actually uh, watched it. It's kind no. of like... <laughs> it's the... Uh, do you guys remember Community? Yeah. It's very Community. With, yeah. of course... Get Gambino. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main reason why I watch Community and uh, his best friend on there. The the best friend that was on Community, he's on Powerless, so it makes it kind of funny. But I don't think it's gonna last more than a season. Maybe, if not, ooh, it's maybe six episodes. It's a fun use of the DC license because all the referencing of the different, and they're not really too restricted on who they can and can't mention. But on the comedy portion, it's like they're trying to, it's very, like you said, it's very community esque uh, uh type of show. Mm -hmm. Um, What I kind of wish was, what I was kind of hoping, I mean, I know it's going to have a funny aspect to it. But what they really could have done that probably would have made the show stand out a little bit more because you got Agents of Shield that's on ABC, and NBC could have had Powerless where there are they are in um, can't think of the name of the city that they're in. Um, but basically, it could it could have been, I feel like Powerless could have been if they would have did it right. It could have been their Agents of Shield because they right. work because they work they work in a department work in a, in a, in a Wayne company and so they mentioned Bruce Wayne all the time so I think that if they would have just did something and kind of like they could have still had a little bit of comedy but they could have had like you know serious moments I think they could have mm-hmm. did something really good with their license but kind of what I'm saying I'm gonna watch it I'm gonna give it one more chance this week when it comes on if not then I'm probably not gonna probably not gonna watch it again if, it, if I don't nothing catches me right <laughs> all right uh, we got Power Rangers movie. So, Power Rangers movie comes out March 24th. Um, I'm hyped for the Power Rangers movie. Like, I know people have been getting mixed reviews about, you know, how the Zords look and all this other stuff, but nah, man, everything I've been seeing, it, you know, they're going a different route with it, but it still makes sense. So, exactly. It's still the original original version but with an updated I say software they're still sticking to the five teenagers from Angle Grove and the original but I like the part that they have like a darker version of the Power Rangers this go around like they not all cupcakes and rainbows that they had a dark past to them and in trouble and it takes like one little epic moment to actually bring them together. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool for the new kids, new generation. Mm-hmm. I know one thing. After this movie drop, they gonna have to go back and revamp the TV show. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they- yeah. Me and you know, we had a conversation about this. Yeah. It, it's they. It's gotten very, very kid oriented. Like for real, for real. Uh, yeah. 
They yeah. gonna have to do something about that TV show. Because after those folks watch that movie, they're not gonna wanna go back and watch the TV show, watch the ratings drop. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also, um, I know Tink, you're gonna be going to Mississippi Comic Con. They're gonna actually have uh, the Blue Ranger, the original Blue Ranger. David, yes, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't wait to meet him. I got a chance to meet Rocky and Adam from the original. Um, well, they were they were in the original Power Rangers movie that oh goodness eons ago, but um, not telling my age, but. Uh, they were at last year's Mississippi Comic Con, which is pretty cool. And he got a chance to meet them, take pictures, and they signed autographs. And it was really cool to see happening to this little state of Mississippi. I, I wanted to go. And if I would have met Adam, I wasn't going to even go in there. I wasn't going to even call him Adam. <laughs> Here you go. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That man has done so much voiceover work. It is, it, his, his resume me, is pretty full. To me, Ichiko is his best character. He like really brings yeah. that, that character to life. Yeah. Like I know he had that <laughs> to make that count. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, we'll definitely be very Go ahead. Oh, as far as Power Rangers movie, like I've seen what the Morphers look like. We've seen the Zords, what the Megazord gonna look like. I think the most interesting aspect is how they revamp the story of the Power Rangers as far as like Zordon was the original Red Ranger, Rita was the original Green Ranger, you know, things like that. I think that's what's like that everybody was previously a Power Ranger, all the folks that we know to be the older, wiser people. And that the Power Rangers didn't come from a different... Well, I don't know how they're going to go about that. But um, And isn't Brian Cranston supposed to be Zordon? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Zordon. boy, break of that. And the new look for Alpha... Yeah, that's definitely not our childhood. <laughs> yeah, it's very, oh, it's no. very alien-like. So you know, because it's based off mm-hmm. you know, then the powers from alien. So, but uh, but on the Mississippi Comic Con, uh, Tink will be at the Mississippi Comic Con, so she'll be getting us footage for uh, Nerdflow Facebook. So make sure you guys like the page. So when she does uh, get to meet the Ranger, you'll be able to see it live on live on Facebook. So make sure you guys like yes. Nerdflow Facebook. So. Uh, then the last topic we got, um, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man production. So I'm, I know nothing of this. So Tink, I'm gonna let you take this one. <laughs> All right. Some insight on the new Spider-Man and it's not the one you expected. This Spider-Man is Miles, <laughs> Miles Morales. And he's from a totally different dimension. He is a biracial, biracial cat that's half Puerto Rican, half black, and getting his own anime series, well, anime movie. And that's that's set to to drop next year around December. And... 
Miles, he's he's from Brooklyn, that and um, from Brooklyn and in this separate universe from the original Spider-Man, where Peter Parker is the main Spider-Man. In his universe, Peter Parker dies, so he has to take the mantle of being Spider-Man. And all of the, they pretty much have the same villains and whatnot, but it cranked up a notch. Like, they're all bigger and badder than what Peter Parker has to go through. Okay. But what I, what I liked about what they did with this is to where we have all these diverse um, characters coming out, like Black Panther... Falcon, War Machine, everybody, by them being, like, black, they're adding a little more diverse to the scene. And so, Miles, they they already portrayed him on Disney XD. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Spider-Man. And, oh, yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. And he's played by none other than Donald Glover, a.k.a. Mr. Atlanta, <laughs> a.k.a. Childish Gambino or Troy on Community. He's just he's just blowing up. So I'm waiting to see if he's gonna take take the role to be the lead character in the movie in the anime uh, animation again, or if not. But yeah, it's gonna be over, interesting uh, to see. He's all over Spider Man because he's in the uh, Spider Man Homecoming, but nobody knows what his role is though. Right. So he's just staying in there. So hopefully he can reprise his role as Miles. Because he, I believe he is Miles to me. Because from his stand-up, he was like, if he got a chance to play, he came, he was somewhere he came with his Spider-Man pajamas on. And even the creator of Miles was like, what if I did a Spider-Man that was black and mixed. And even the creator, when he saw, it was the episode of Community where he had on his Spider-Man pajamas. And the creator of Miles was like, what if we could put together a biracial Spider-Man? That would be pretty sick. And by his character being so popular they ended the comic series of the Marvel Universe but they kept him because he was the most popular out of all of it so this is going to be pretty hot to see oh Miles they kept Miles part cool cool yep 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 alright man so this was the first episode of Nerdflow. Um, but before we end everything, um, you can get this podcast on Sprinker. We'll be coming to more um, podcast sites in the near future. Uh, for those who are, uh, if you want to support the podcast and you like what you hear, make sure you guys visit patreon.com forward slash Nerdflow. Um, with, uh, with the Patreon, you can get um, new episodes. You can get the episodes early before they hit. Sprinkler and iTunes, um, and also uh, we'll have like we have some different stuff for uh, donators of the show where you can get. Uh, we'll be doing free giveaways. We have some bonus episodes from Nerdflow as well. So make sure you guys visit our Patreon doc, visit our Patreon page um, to check all of that out. 
Um, I want to say that's probably it, man. The first episode of Nerve Flow is uh, down in the books, and um, we went for about an hour and 15 minutes. It's a pretty long show, so. <laughs> well, y'all be easy, man. I got to go find me something to eat. <laughs> All right. All right, so All right. we're out. All right, one. Uh-huh. hear you they haunt you critics are calling a quiet place a terrifying thriller that demands to be seen in a crowded theater a remarkable achievement it's the most original and scariest movie in years who are we if we can't protect them emily blunt john krasinski a quiet place rated pg-13 may be inappropriate for children under 13 tomorrow night